Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to the 25th episode of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I'm so excited about today's episode as we are talking with Leanne Baum, serial entrepreneur and all-around amazing person. Leanne was one of my one-on-one clients for my coaching business, and she's just an incredible person. And I am really excited to kind of dive into her story and talk a little bit about her business and the impact that she's already made. So Leanne Baum is the founder of the first eco-friendly subscription box business for dogs called Pure Earth Pets and author of children's book, A Dog Named Dover Saves the Planet. Pure Earth Pets serves as an eco-friendly subscription box and retail website for dogs featuring sustainable toys and natural treats delivered to your door each month. Her passion for helping the planet evolve when she recognized there were no accessible, sustainable dogs for her dog Dover. She made it her mission to find them and bring them to the doors of dog owners all around the country. She says, we do the research so our customers don't have to. Leanne has received many awards spanning from 30 Under 30 Award, Women's Achiever Awards, and the Equity First Foundation Angel Award for her impact in the community. She is amazing, and I am so excited to dive into this episode. So grab your coffee, grab your wine. It's going to be an amazing one. Hey, Leanne. I am so excited to talk to you today. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited too. All right. So... I want, I feel like we have so much to talk about, but the first thing that I really want to start off with is just tell everyone a little bit about you and your journey as an entrepreneur and a subscription box owner. Absolutely. So I am Leanne and I am so, so, so excited to be here. So my journey kind of, um, I don't even know. It just kind of happened. It just kind of manifested itself. I, founded the company Pure Earth Pets in 2019, and we were the first eco-friendly subscription box for dogs. Um, We founded because we were looking for options for our dog Dover that were more sustainable, more earth-friendly. Basically, we were looking for more ways in our home to be more sustainable. And I was like, it's got to be through Dover. Dover should be the first step because that's the easiest thing. He's not going to tell me whether or not he doesn't like something because it's it's like made from recycled materials. He's not going to know. So I started looking for that. And when I was looking for that, I couldn't find it. Um, I was finding like some things on the shelves, but nothing was checking off all my boxes. So then I started researching to find it. And I realized that big box stores aren't necessarily carrying eco-friendly and natural products because they are more expensive. So when I was going through that, I was like, well, wait a minute. If I'm looking for them, there's other people that are looking for sustainable products. So why don't I start a company 
providing these sustainable products for pet owners across the country who want them. And then Pure Earth Pets was born as a subscription box based business. And it has been a wild and crazy ride. <laughs> I love it. Um, and tell us, I know, I mean, I know I've worked with you one-on-one, -on -one, so I know a little bit about your background, but tell everyone, cause I feel like you are such an interest, like one of the most interesting people that I've ever known. Like I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> tell everyone a little bit about like, you have other businesses too. So let's hear a little bit about your other businesses. Yeah, I do. So I started my first company when I was getting married. Um, and I started crafting. So I got on that cricket train or cry cut, whatever you call it. I got on that train and I just started making, uh, crafts for my wedding and other people's weddings. And that kind of, um, exploded locally. And then the market became super saturated. So I do still have that business. Um, but now I reformatted it to a print on demand shop. So I'm not the one doing the actual physical crafting anymore, which I do miss it sometimes, but other times I'm really happy to not be doing it. Um, but I have always been very entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial. Um, I've always been in that mindset where I always knew I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to make my own decisions and, and create something that people would love. So I learned a lot from doing the craft business and then bringing it over to Purest Pets has just been wonderful as well. Um, my full-time career is um, in fundraising. I work at, in higher education. So I'm fundraising, giving back nonprofits has just always been something that's really important to me and something that um, I'm, I love doing. So being an entrepreneur, I'm kind of able to take all of the things that I love and put it into one package and serve others in that way. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you know, I used to work in higher education too. I feel like I told you that before, but I forget if I did. So yes. we have that in common. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just have to bring up one other thing. So Leanne, so again, I've worked with Leanne one-on-one -on -one and she Oh, I don't even know what word I was thinking of. She was telling me about this awesome book called Passive Income Aggressive Retirement by Rachel Richards. And because again, Leanne was telling me about some of her ideas that she had for other businesses. So again, she has a subscription box business. She has um, another business. I don't even think you mentioned your pageant business that you have, but um, like just so many businesses. And anyway, I just have to bring up this thing because it's such an awesome, awesome, awesome book, Passive Income, Aggressive Retirement. And she has literally inspired me with a bunch of new business ideas. And one of them is, <laughs> I'm going to bring it up because it's just funny, um, a vending machine business. And she has really gotten me into, like, I've always been interested in passive income and I do have a couple digital products, but I didn't really, I wasn't aware too much of the opportunities that there are with passive income. And so anyway, um, Leanne and I have had many conversations on like vending machine businesses and other funny things, but I had to bring it up because it's kind of funny, but also really, really awesome. And if you haven't read the book, it's also an amazing book, Passive Income, Aggressive Retirement. So I just had to bring that up there. Um, Okay. Well, you have an amazing story. I love it. Um, let's hear about the subscription box. So you have the pet subscription box, Pure Earth Pets. Tell us a little, I mean, you talked a little bit about why you started it, but is there anything else behind your story of like what inspired you? Okay. I want to, I'm not seeing a lot of environmentally friendly pet products. What made you think, okay, I want to start a subscription box business. Why not something else? Yeah. 
I think in the pet industry, there's a lot of competition regardless, even in the subscription box space, but um, competing with companies like Chewy and Amazon and Petco and PetSmart and Pet Supplies mm-hmm. Plus. And just there's so many retail stores that you can just drive down the street and go to. Um, I didn't want to only have a shop that was online. Um, I knew starting out that I wasn't going to initially start with a store, although that is something that may be coming up soon. Um, but I knew that I didn't want to just start with a store. So um, having that having the fact that I'm not going to be physically in your face, you're able to come see me. Um, I wanted to be able to create an experience for my customers that revolved around more than just clicking, shipping, shopping. Um, so with Mm -hmm. our subscription box business and our pet pack, um, I'm able to really engage in my customers, learn more about their dogs, um, learn more about them and just create a whole level, a whole different level of an experience that, um, you're not able to really do in today's world with an online shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hear you. I mean, I know firsthand the crazy competitiveness with the pet in the pet subscription box space. And, you know, like I started my business in 2016 and now 2021, there are so many, like I am blown away at how many dog subscription boxes there are. It's crazy. And everyone just kind of you know, we talk, we've had many conversations about this, but, you know, people will launch a subscription box business and they don't, they're not doing anything that makes their business different or unique. And I love that at least yours has a different spin to it. You're trying to target different people. And, you know, we're going to talk about this in a sec, like all the impact that is part of your business, but yeah, like it's a really competitive space and, um, there isn't, there isn't a lot of the environmentally friendly stuff. What types of products are you putting in the boxes? Yeah, so we have eco-friendly toys that are either upcycled, recycled, or biodegradable. Plus, we have natural or limited ingredient treats. So for me, being a small business owner and a woman-owned business, it was really important for me to highlight and feature other small businesses across the country that you may not have heard of. So when you're purchasing a Pure Earth Pets box, you're not only just getting a bag of treats and toys and whatever, um, you're you're literally impacting communities and you're literally impacting um, small businesses across the country. So you're getting exposed to different products that you've never heard of. Um, we've talk to like we have cricket treats um we are having conversations with somebody who creates fly treats like just things that you haven't heard of wow i know right isn't that crazy (laughs) but like things that you haven't heard of um that are great for your dog and that your dog loves and that are supporting local communities and businesses right oh i love that it's it's amazing to be able to have that angle of your business where you know, you're trying to obviously make revenue and, you know, get customers and all that. But like there is a more important part of it that it is supporting these small businesses. And, you know, that was that was like the same thing for my business, like supporting these small businesses was important. But um, exposing customers to these amazing brands that they would have never have found otherwise that was a big thing. And that was something that I know for my business, I got so much awesome feedback from my customers because they would always say like, you know, the products inside the box, they're not the products that you're going to find at Petco or even in other competitors. Like I really tried to find really niche um, products and very unique products. So I think that's also a huge add value is that, you know, your products are not going to be stuff that you find at like pet shops or even probably with your competitors because you are really doing the due diligence to find these 
like really small companies that need that exposure and visibility. So I think that's awesome. Exactly. And what I found to be important and um, special to us as well is that I literally have a conversation with either the business owner or somebody directly close to them about their company before even putting them in our box. So I'm not just going online and and finding and and purchasing from these companies. Like I'm having a conversation. I want to know your process. I want to know how are your treats made? Um, if they're in a commercial kitchen, how are they packaged? What kind of products Mm. are going into them? Where are they sourced from? So it just kind of goes an extra step further because you know that there's somebody on your pet side, um, with all the recalls that have been going on both in pet food, now even baby food. Uh, it's just so important to know what is going into your pet's body because they can't tell you, they can't Mm. say, Hey, this, this tastes like metal. This doesn't taste right. Um, they can't tell you. So to have an advocate in that, uh, while I'm still having a company, it's just something that I really love as well. Oh my God, it's crazy. I was just thinking to the, like in the pet space, so many, especially with treats, I don't even want to have this conversation, but so many companies that are, they're trying to make the most profit, which, you know, I understand, but they're putting out these products that are really, really harmful for pets. And a lot of pet parents just aren't, not that they're not educated, I don't want to use that word, but they're not aware of how these products are being made and just kind of, there's just so many horror stories. How did you, when you were coming up with products to put in the boxes, like, did you, did you find all these crazy stories about like either toy companies made that are, you know, using these really unhealthy, um, products to make the toys or even treats? Like what kind of stuff are you finding? Yeah. I mean, the number one thing with toys specifically is the dyes that are going into it because those toys are going into your dog's mouth. They're oh. not just sitting there. They're not, they're not just like going on the shelf and, and they're not something pretty to look at. Like your dog is literally mm-hmm. tearing this apart. They're eating, if they're anything like Dover, they're eating the insides when they're tearing it apart. <laughs> so, you know, you have to be very careful, but we have our own horror story. So I founded Purest Pets in July of 2019 And we, part of being eco-friendly is not wasting what you already have. So we do have toys from, of Dover's that were um, prior to when I started the company. And, um, on Christmas of 2019, I was cleaning up his toys and I picked one up. It was a pink dinosaur. I picked it up and I got like pricked on my finger and I'm like, what is this? And I open up the toy and there were literally industrial size staples in the toy. And Dover had already like eaten some of it. He had already ripped some of it apart. And I was mortified. I put out a whole Facebook post. It did not get as much attention as I wanted it to, but I also (laughs) reached out to the company And the company was like, um, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to bash anyone, but the company was like, oh, well, you can go to this, this, this other company to talk to them about it. Sorry. And I was like, are, are you kidding? I was like, I just told you I found three industrial staples in my dog's toy and you're sending me to somebody else. Um, so that's the kind of thing that you're not getting, um, when you work with your mm-hmm. pets or, or with, or if you purchase from me, because like, I'm the one you're talking to on Instagram, it's me <laughs> mm-hmm. and I will respond and I will raise hell. Um, if any of my toys came back with any kind of harmful products like that. Mm-hmm. So it's not only oh just God. experiencing and reading about these horror stories, but I lived it, I experienced it and it was horrifying to know that I had given this toy to my dog and he could have seriously hurt himself. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, 
Yeah, it's crazy what some of these companies are actually putting inside of of dog toys and, you know, not even the conversation on, on human toys. But, you know, for for us dog people, like our dogs are our babies and, you know, that is not okay. So it's, I mean, staples inside of a dog toy is, that is crazy. Like I'm kind of blown away. Staples, yeah. <laughs> like the, the thing, oh you guys can't see me right now, <laughs> but I'm holding up my hands. They were just staples. <laughs> Oh my God. They weren't even like crisscrossed. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's just, you know, again, like this is kind of a a weird story, but like it's just a reminder that when you're purchasing products, you know, when you are purchasing products from like a company like Pure Earth Pets, where like they're they're the ones that are doing the due diligence and making sure that they're only putting in these really top-notch toys and treats and you know, with that, like, yes, you're going to pay a little bit more money. But, you know, for this, for her, like for Pure Earth Pets, it's really, it's pretty similar to other um, subscription box uh, for dogs pricing. So you're not actually paying more for for that subscription box. But in general, like if you're going to be going on, let's say Amazon or even like a boutique pet shop and buying like an eco-friendly toy, it is going to be more expensive. And that's just with anything else. Like if you want to buy quality items, like they're going to cost more because, they're made ethically or they're made with better materials. And so I know like for me as a consumer, if I know a product is um, either made in the US or made with better quality, I will buy it. Like I don't like cheap stuff. And I think that's probably pretty clear. Um, I love quality brands and I also love, you know, eco-friendly brands and especially in the pet industry. Like I used to love to support the, um, any brand that was eco-friendly or all natural. And that was something that was really important to me. But you know, just as a consumer, especially if you are, you know, a dog person here listening, like it's really important to be aware of of some of these brands and just to su- be aware and like try to support the small people that actually make quality stuff and don't put staples inside of their dog toys. <laughs> and I don't know if I ever told you this. We don't want to support oh, anyone who puts staples in their dog no. toys. No, <laughs> and this is like a tangent a little bit, but did I, I don't know if I ever told you the my story about when I had a, um, uh, a new brand. It was kind of a new brand, and the treats had moths in them. Like I've never told you that story. No, no. So it was oh, a new brand well, I was working talking with. about. I'm here talking about cricket treats and fly treats. No, no, no. no. The, like moths, but in a not in a good way. I'll just tell the story really, really quickly. And again, this isn't anything to bash any company, so I'm not going to name names. But basically, it was um, a new treat brand, and they had beautiful packaging. I mean, they had the best treat packaging I have ever seen in my life. And I am a packaging snob. I'll admit that. And I was so I was so excited to like send these treats out to my customers. And I got like one of my customers messaged me and they were like, um, just so you know, there was bugs in the box. And I was like, what? And like, like, like you, Leanne, if I had a customer service issue, that was top priority for me. I take care of my customers. Like I would never send them to like some other random person. And so I was like, what do you mean you had bugs in the box? And so she sent me pictures and there was actually, there was bugs inside the box. And so I was like, oh my God, I was like freaking out. And then I started to trickle in other people messaging me being like, um, when I opened up the treats, there was, um, I don't know what it's called, but it's like fuzz, like fuzzy stuff. It, it kind of like mold, but even worse. And when you open up the treat bags, it was like, it was almost like a cobweb. It was like a cobweb and there was like moths were flying out of the box, uh, the treat bags. It was so disgusting. And I basically... <laughs> 
<laughs> to do like massive damage control that entire month and send like I had to refund people. Anyone that had the moths in the box, I had to like refund them. And then basically I had to send an email to all of my customers being like, if you receive this treat bag, please throw it away. Please don't open it, please. Um, the treats are not like they're they're bad. They're moldy. I don't know what happened. Um, we will send you, um, we'll send you a replacement item. I don't know what, I don't remember if I did a replacement item or just gave them a partial refund, but definitely took care of my customers. But like, it was, it was so bad. And like, that could have gone so much worse. My customers, thank God, were like amazing customers. And I handled the situation, I think like pretty well, but you know, you just, sometimes like you don't know with <laughs> like certain people that you work with, like what kind of, what kind of products they're going to have. But anyway, I, this is a tangent that I probably shouldn't have, have gone on, but okay. So back to just back to your business. So I love any businesses that like do like try to do good for the world. Right. So your business, like you give back to rescues, you you not only work with eco-friendly companies, but you, you know, you have a lot of educational stuff that teaches people how to become more aware of being environmentally friendly. Do you want to kind of talk about some of the impact that your business has had? Like what kind of rescues have you donated to? Just talk about anything that has to do with your impact. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said earlier, um, I'm a fundraiser by profession. So nonprofits and charitable endeavors are super important to me. So when I started Pure Earth Pets, I knew that I wanted to have a charity of the month program, mainly because Dover is a rescue from 11th Hour Rescue in New Jersey. And um, I knew from talking to his actual rescuer from Texas, how much love and work and effort goes into making sure that these abandoned dogs or, um, or in Dover's case, he was, his mom was astray and he was born, <laughs> um, how much they really put into these animals. And I wanted to be able to not only support rescues that were local to me that I knew about, but rescues of my customers as well from across the country. So we do have a charity of the month nomination form where you as a customer or just as a listener can nominate a charity that's near and dear to your heart. Um, and then we support those charities every month based on the number of boxes that we have sold per month. So um, it's really, it's really awesome for me to be able to give back uh, to rescues that I might've never heard of. And it's just a really, really amazing opportunity for us to support charities that mean things to our customers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that so much. What kind of rescues have you worked with? Just out of curiosity, like do you choose rescues? Is it all based on customers or do you choose rescues? Like let's say like a pit bull rescue or like a rescue in New Jersey. Cause that's where you guys are based. Yes. Um, really anything. If someone comes to us for help, um, we will always support them um, in whatever way we can. So mainly through our charity of the month uh, nominations is where we're getting a lot of our, um, our nominations from, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, but there's only 12 months in a year. I wish there was more. Uh, so we pick 12 charities a month and it really also depends. Like for example, um, this month we are doing, uh, this month being March, we are, um, helping a, um, a rescue with a charitable auction that they're doing. So I just thought it would be great to double our impact by not only providing a box for their auction, but supporting them as a charity of the month this month. Mm -hmm. Um, last earth day, we actually did, um, a donation to one tree planted. So although it wasn't a pet rescue, it was for Mm -hmm. earth day and we were able to really make an impact by planting trees. Um, and 
really making an impact in the environment in that way. So, so mm-hmm. I do change it up a little bit. I do. I really want it to be pet rescues most of the time, but there was a lot of forest fires. There's a lot going on last year, 2020, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so being able to support for Earth Day, One Tree Planted was really great too. Oh, that's amazing. I love, I love that you help rescues. That's something that definitely for me is like totally near and dear to my heart. And, you know, I have a rescue dog as well, Asha, and they do, it's amazing what they do. You know, I have this weird, I don't know, some part of me like wants to have a rescue someday, but I'm just, I don't know if that's very realistic, but (laughs) I so badly want to foster dogs. But if I fostered dogs, I would have a hundred dogs because there is no way that my heart would be able to give them back or send them to another family. I know. I, yeah, like having, I feel like I have the same thing. Like I would love to have maybe someday when I'm a little older, like some sort of a property where like you can take on a lot of these foster dogs or rescue dogs that just don't have anywhere to go. And it's, it's, it's so heartbreaking, especially if you do have a rescue dog. And, you know, even if you don't, I mean, anyone that has a dog that you, if you love your dog, like you kind of get the same um, sentiment about it, but there is something special about working with rescues and just supporting them because they work their butt off 24 seven. Most of them are volunteers and they need people to be supporting them. So I love that you do that. Can you talk a little bit about more? I'm kind of curious about the environmental angle, the 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 tree planting and like anything else about stuff like that that you've done. I think that's really really cool. Yeah, so I mean from the from the get-go, um Pure Pets has been a eco-friendly company. So we all of our boxes are um they're thinner than normal subscription boxes, but they're also printed with soy ink to help reduce waste in the environment from petroleum ink. So that was really the number one thing that we started with. Um, in addition, we don't have any excess packaging. So you'll never find postcards. You'll never find, um, you'll never find anything really in our packaging mm-hmm. except for the treats, the toys. And, um, we do have a biodegradable tissue paper that is that has the stamp of approval from Dover on it, um, which is also printed with soy ink. So from the beginning, we've always been environmentally conscious like that. Um, And then from there, we expanded our blog to provide educational resources for pet owners. Um, Mm -hmm. Whether or not you're a subscriber to us, you can go ahead and look at um, what to do with your dog's old toys, how to recycle, how to um, help your pet in recycling and reducing and um, make your own treats at home. So we've really just kind of taken this um, this area that I was so passionate about in finding myself and creating what I hoped to had find, found in um, 2019. So it's just been a really awesome experience hearing from people about how we're helping them make small changes at home. Because at the end of the day, it really is about the small changes. If every single Mm -hmm. person made one small change, we'd have a much bigger impact. Um, And I think it's important to remember, you don't have to do everything at once. Mm -hmm. And that was the hardest thing for me when I started my eco-friendly journey was, okay, I got to get rid of everything. I got to, I got (laughs) to, even though I have 400 Ziplocs. I got to go get different bags now, reusable. And and when you start thinking like that, it becomes overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But really, it's just those small changes. Use what you have because you already have it. So throwing it out is more wasteful than actually going through it, which is kind of what I was alluding to before with Dover's toys. Like we have toys that we don't sell because they're still in good shape. 
And then if I'm able to sew them up and reuse them, I will. Um, mm-hmm. So that we're not creating more waste and, and we are recycling and, and getting rid of them in the appropriate way. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I love I agree with you on the small changes. And even if it's like, just being the small things like going to Starbucks for for me, like, you know, I love Starbucks. And I love all coffee. I support all coffee brands, but I do love my Starbucks and um, just going through the drive through or going inside. And instead of using the plastic straw, like I actually bring my metal straw with me. And I bought metal straws, I think for the first time, maybe two years ago, it was whenever when I moved to Seattle to Washington State, that's for me when I started to become a lot more aware of being more environmentally friendly and just being aware being for some weird reason, Massachusetts is a little bit behind with that stuff. And I I noticed when I moved to California the first time, like everyone recycles and like, it's just, it's such a different mindset. And Washington is exactly the same. Like everyone here is like super into recycling and composting and all that stuff. So I definitely have made small changes, but I think it's the small changes that do kind of add up. And like, you know, you start off with like maybe getting some of those those I forget what they're called. Like this, instead of the Ziploc bags, you get those bags there. I don't know what they're called, like silicone or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, like, scatters I, the brain. <laughs> yeah. So just like doing that or like the metal straw and, you know, at least it kind of gets you started. So I do think it feels overwhelming, but the small things add up. And then what are your favorite, because I love talking about like bigger brands. What are your favorite like bigger eco-friendly brands? Do you have any that you really like? Yeah, in the pet space or all over? Just any anyone. I love the pet space, but maybe like one pet brand and like another, any other brand that you like. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. It's so hard to pick just one pet brand because I work with so many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do love all of the brands that are on our website and in our boxes um, because we do have such a great relationship with them. Um, two of the the toy companies that we work with are Cycle Dog and Westpaw. Um, yes. Westpaw has a great program for their toys where you can actually send them back and they have an endless cycle because they uh, chop them down and then remelt them and mold new toys with them. So, wow. so that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love being able to, to share mm-hmm. Westpaw's story for that reason. And then just in general, I mean, I love the final company, um, final straw, uh, final swab. They, they have a bunch of stuff now. They've expanded so much in the last couple of years. Um, and it's just, it's just really awesome to see so many eco-friendly companies popping up. Um, and the changes that even bigger companies are starting to make. I mean, um, it's not perfect, but nobody is, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it's nice to see that, um, larger companies that have been around for a while are finally getting the memo that, um, they need to, they need to do more for the environment. Yeah, no, I agree. And I have to say too, my apps, fa- one of my absolute favorite pet brands is cycle dog. I, they were, oh my gosh, I love them so much. So cycle dog is a company based out of Portland, Oregon, and they, they have all sorts of different toys, but, um, what caught my attention was their number one. I love like colorful toys and they have these beautiful blue rubber balls. I know, you know, which ones I'm talking about and they're made out of recycle post recycle. I'm going to post-consumer recycled materials. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. I got you. Um, and I love it. And their toys, they last forever. Like I'm not even joking. And this is, it goes back to the quality over like buying something that's cheap and crappy. You spend like, I don't even know how much they are retail. Let's say 12, $15 on this, um, rubber blue ball. 
it'll literally last your dog like two years or more. We literally still have the blue ball that I had from Dapper Dog Box when it was Asha's toy. And now Kennedy uses it because Kennedy just takes over all of her stuff. But yeah, their toys are amazing and they're just an amazing brand. And I have met them many times at like the pet expos and stuff. And they're just like an amazing brand that I think so many businesses could kind of learn from, honestly, just on how they create like really high quality toys that are made from recycled materials. And I don't know, I just, I think they're an amazing company. So anyway, yes, those are called, those are called the high roller and yes, we do carry, we, we have them in orange and mm-hmm. then the high roller too, we have in blue. Um, and the, what I love about the high roller too, is that it actually is open on the sides. So you can stuff treats in it too. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God, I love it. I love, I love talking all things, pet toys. <laughs> um, I know. All right. So the last thing that I want to talk about, and I'm so excited to talk about this, is so you combined basically your love for dogs and the environment, and you created a children's book. And I have to say, it is such a sweet book. It's called, let me pull it up, A Dog Named Dover Saves the Planet. So number one, you named it after your dog, which I think is the best thing ever. But let's kind of talk about this book. Um, And I want to talk about how much my son loves this book after. But let's hear from you. Like, why did you want to make this book? Um, Just talk and share any details about the book. Sure. Um, So, oh, gosh, where do I start? So I, (laughs) (laughs) as I talked about before, I'm very entrepreneurial and um, I love passive income. And I Mm -hmm. think that um, I was, I was struggling, uh, through pure of pets to reach a different audience. So obviously I'm reaching the pet audience, um, and people with pets, but I know that it goes a step further. So our children are our future and they're the ones that are really going to continue making an impact in the environment, um, as they grow up and starting to teach them young about small changes that they can make, whether it's as simple as turning out the lights or making sure that your parents recycle or making sure that, um, you know, you're helping clean up the park while you're there. Um, I really wanted to get into that, um, that audience. I wanted to, I wanted to break into that audience just to create more of an impact for the environment. And of course I love my dog. So Dover, um, is the main character of the book along with his girlfriend, Darla. And, um, <laughs> we, and it's actually funny too, because all the dogs in his book, so Dover, Darla, Duke, and Daisy are actually mm-hmm. all dogs that were in the neighborhood that we previously lived in. So they did actually go on walks together. We did actually do things together. So, um, in the book, I think it's, at the end as well. Um, you'll actually see real life pictures of Dover and Darla, Dover and Duke. Um, and I just wanted to create a way for children to know that it's fun to help the environment. And that's not something that needs to be difficult and something that they can understand and then go ahead and teach their friends. So, um, Dover, Darla, Daisy and Duke get together and they clean up the neighborhood. They tell their friends in the neighborhood about the importance of, um, making a positive impact on the environment. So I hope that through, um, a dog named Dover saves the planet, um, that children will start emulating Dover in that and share with their friends how to save the planet. Oh, I love it. It's so cute. I love it. It's such a great story. And um, it is a really, really, really sweet book. So I bought the book. I think it was like the day that you launched or maybe like five minutes after you launched it. (laughs) I don't know. Um, And we got it a few days later. And my son, who is five, he loves it. And again, like he does like books. 
But he doesn't often, besides like a specific Bernstein bear book, he doesn't often like request a specific book often. He'll just kind of read whatever we have. And he calls it the Dover book. And he literally wants to read it all the time. And he now, like if we see actually, like if I have pure earth pets on my computer for some reason, he'll say, oh, look, it's Dover. (laughs) So one, I love that he has the brand awareness recognition. I think that's really cool. Um, But two, like he just loves the book. I think it's great for little kids. It's the perfect length. So it is not, (laughs) this sounds bad. Like whenever Milan will say, can we read the Bernstein bear book? I'm like, "Uh, no, no. Like how about we read the Peppa Pig book because it's really short. Like I don't, (laughs) I don't feel like sitting here for 20 minutes and then he'll want to read two books and then I'm stuck there reading you know, two, okay, it's not 20 minutes. Maybe it's like 10 minutes, like two 10 minute books. And I'm like, oh, I don't feel like it. So I do think, I know. I So I think the Dover book is a great length. Like it's kind of short and sweet, but you're not going to sit there for an hour. And you can sit there in like, you could, if you wanted to sit there and educate your child and talk to them about specific things of how to help the environment, like you could talk through the different stories, but I do think there sometimes it's nice to have a book that isn't super, super long. So again, parents, you'll understand me on this one. Yes. And that was <laughs> that was exactly what I was trying to accomplish. I know that children's yeah. um attention spans are not the longest mm-hmm. while while they are growing up. So I really wanted to make sure that we were getting the point across, we were getting the message to these children through the book, regardless of their age. They're they're there for the the whole book. They see what Dover, Darla, Daisy, and Duke are doing to impact the environment and also share the message with their friends. So um I, I'm really glad to hear that Milan is is getting mm-hmm. out of it what I what I intended. <laughs> yes, he loves it. And I know that I I messaged you before, but I said you should definitely do a second book. And I feel like it should be about like Dover and Darla. I think that would be such a cute book. <laughs> yes, I actually do have um the second book in the works. Oh um God. I would like to make it I know I I'm not it. busy or anything. I love it. Um, <laughs> Um, I would like to make it like a three-part series of um, how Dover impacts the the planet in different ways. Like this, this book really is centered around the neighborhood in the park. Um, The second book, if all goes well, will be um, around like the beach and how it impacts the um, impacts uh, sea animals uh, with, with how plastic and straws and things can actually really harm the the sea creatures of the world. So um, right now we're on land and hopefully sea will will come next. (laughs) Oh my God, that's so exciting. I love it. You're just, you're just brilliant. I love it. (laughs) Um, All right. So to wrap things up, tell everyone um, where they can find you on social media or your website, um, where they can find your amazing book and your subscription box. And like, what kind of subscription boxes do you offer? Do you offer one-time boxes? Do you offer the plans? Maybe explain that so people who are interested can just go and buy from you now. Absolutely. So you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Pure Earth Pets. Um, Our website is www.pureearthpets.com. 
And we do have all different levels of subscriptions. We have our specialty boxes, which are like our happy birthday and happy gotcha day box. Um, those are one-time boxes. Um, we also had a vegan box, but it sold out. So we're just waiting for things to come back for that vegan box. Um, and then we also have um, our normal subscriptions. So we have a one, three, six, and 12 month subscription of Pure Pets, where you will get goodies delivered to your door each month and your dog and the planet will be happy. <laughs> oh, I love it. And then, and can people just buy a one-time box for like a gift or just if they just want one box? Yeah. So that would be the monthly subscription and you can cancel it at any time. So if you are intending to just purchase okay. one box, you can just do that and then cancel right away if you wanted to. And um, it won't affect that actual purchase. Okay, cool. And then where can they find your book? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, our, our book can be found on Amazon. If you just type in a dog named Dover Saves the Planet, um, you will find it. And I'm just so excited for everyone to read it. I love feedback. Please let me know um, what you think of both our box and the book. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Leanne. This was a pleasure to have you. And um, it was amazing just to hear a little bit more about your story and just your amazing products that you're creating that are not only fun for kids or for our pets, but also that um, do good in the world. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. All right. That was such an amazing episode. I loved talking with Leanne. She is literally one of the most interesting people that I've ever met. She has inspired me to start writing a children's book. She has inspired me to write a regular book, which I actually started working on this week. And she's just always filled with ideas. And I find her to be incredibly inspiring um, for me in my own business, which is great. So I want to just talk quickly as we wrap up the episode, just about where you can find her stuff. So we talked a little bit about in the episode, but she has an amazing pet subscription box business called Pure Earth Pets to celebrate Earth Day, to celebrate, you know, how you can save the planet and also support an amazing, you know, female-owned business, grab a box. If you have a dog, if you have a friend or family that has a dog, send them a gift subscription. You can get it for a month, three months, etc. Um, they make great gifts. She works really, really hard to curate those boxes and find amazing items that you will not be able to find at Petco or you know, local pet shop. So do yourself a favor, spoil your dog, spoil your friend or family member's dog. If you have your favorite Instagram dog friend, like send them a box, right? It'll make their day. And you're supporting a female owned business, which is always important. Um, we also have a discount code, um, six figures 15. So S I X figures 15, and you get 15% off your order. So you can get 15% off your subscription box order or anything off of her website. And the other thing I want to mention her book, her children's book, Dover Saves the Planet. Grab that on Amazon. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes with the Amazon listing, but it is an amazing book. I have one. I bought a copy when she launched it for my own son, who's five. He loves the book. If you have a child and a dog, this is the best book for you. It has great messaging. It talks about, you know, how we can work to save the planet in small steps. It's a really cute book. It's a great length. It's not too long. Um, moms, I know you understand me when I say it's not too long. <laughs> um, it's a great, great little book. And again, um, you're supporting 
a female-owned business who works hard to really create all these amazing products. So do yourself a favor. Again, it's I think it's $10 or $12. Grab a copy on Amazon. I have the link in the show notes. It, it makes a great gift. If you have holidays coming up, birthdays, or you just want to spoil your own kid or your friend's kid, grab a book. You are supporting a small business and I cannot stress that enough. We have to work hard to support our small and local businesses. All right, guys, um, I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you haven't already, please leave me a review on Apple Podcast. I love getting reviews. I also choose one person each month that wins a 60-minute strategy session with me. So you can get yourself entered by dropping a review on Apple podcast. So I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening and for all of your support. We are about to hit 5,000 downloads when this is recording. Um, So by the time this airs, we should have already surpassed 5,000 downloads. But, you know, for me, that's a big milestone. I launched this podcast back in November and, you know, it's it's just been amazing. I, I can't thank everyone for listening and for the support that I've gotten for the podcast. So thanks to you. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcast, and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.